This is Chargers Unleashed Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dan Wolkenstein and Jake Hefner. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Efner and Dan Wolkenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, being brought to you by Bet Online, Charger Bowl Family, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning into the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Dan Wolkenstein, it's now day eight of Chargers training camp. No pads today for practice, but, but... That does not mean that Chargers Unleashed does not have a very, very special guest for another day of Chargers practice, giving us inside information. Dan Wolkenstein, if you would. From camp live, immediately following, we are grateful to have the one and only Jeff Miller from LA Times covers the Chargers for the LA Times. Coming to us from Chargers camp, immediately following, you'll get to see the green grass, the sunlight, the shade. Jeff's going to be talking to us all about the day eight takeaways, some of his key observations, highlights, things that he's looking forward to as well as maybe some of his MVPs of the camp so far. Uh, Jake, this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Jeff's a great friend of the show. Uh, Getting ready for the weekend that comes. Tune in for this one, guys. It's going to be a great one. Before we get going on the interview with Jeff Miller, we got to pay the bills. Of course. Our friends over at Bet Online. So over or under, how many times in a row you and I both will be on this show moving forward with hats going forwards and backwards? Collectively, I'm gonna go. We're probably wow. rocking. We're probably rocking wow. like 35 straight now. Wow! So how many uh, more days in a row before that changes? From creative segue, Dan. These these are really getting interesting now. You're you're really making some interesting prop bets. Um, It'll be a popular one. I bet online. You know what? I'm trying to think of the last time that I did not wear a hat. And I remember we. You know what? I think it was the Daniel Dar- Jeremiah episode that we had. That that was like the first time in a long time that I did not wear a hat. One of the rare times that my hair actually looked halfway decent. So I decided not to wear a hat. Um, so in that circumstance, I don't believe it's 35 straight. So if that's, if the line's at 35, I'm pounding the under in that <laughs> circumstance. So if that's the, if that's the type of prop bet you were going to put out there in that case, just, you know, give me the money now because easy I won. Money. Yeah. Easy money. But anyways, our friends over at bet online are still the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines, find reviews and news for every league, including major league baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, esports, and even golf bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from in live game uh, betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet using the promo code Believe Fifty. That's B L E A V five O to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. That's going to be a great one. Jeff Miller, LA Times, coming up next. Well, we talked about it. Chargers Unleashed special guest live from day eight of training camp for the Los Angeles Chargers. Jeff Miller covers LA Chargers for the Los Angeles Times. Jeff, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you? I'm doing well, although if I'm so special, why did it take till day eight for me to get on the show? <laughs> hey, look, look, your schedule is hard to get to. Trust me, you're a busy, busy man. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. I, you're right. I, uh, uh, that's my fault as much as anything. So uh, I mean, he makes a good point, Dan. He makes a really good point. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We should have had you on day one. I don't know what we were thinking. I don't know what we were thinking. Um, so lots to cover, Jeff. Uh, obviously, we want to talk about today's observations from day eight. We got to see some things happen for the first time today. Press conferences today, but also kind of want to just go over your overall feel of training camp so far. You know, standout performances, things like that from players and what to look forward to. But right off the clip, I think what's important to the fans and listeners and viewers now is day eight. You are there. You're live. You're currently there sitting under the tent in shade, thankfully, because it's hot out there. Uh, What were some of your kind of key observations from today? Highlights, lowlights, things that fans should probably want to notice. Yeah, today was a big special teams day, which is a lot of times that's not very exciting. So unfortunately, um, saw a lot of kicking, a lot of kickoffs and kick returns. And the great thing is when people tweet out uh, DeAndre Carter uh, returning a you know, kickoff for touchdown. I'd like to point out that they're not tackling. So I could have returned a kickoff for <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> it would have taken a little longer, but I would have um, paid to see that. <laughs> the uh, JC Jackson had his first interception today. Uh, it was in a two minute situation um, and it was against Easton Stick. So let's not get too crazy about it. But it was, you know, it was his first one and he ball got tipped in the air. He made a nice uh, diving uh, catch. So uh, that was certainly a highlight. More, uh, we saw more good stuff from Bryce Callahan today. He he looks really good. I think if he can stay healthy, you can see why the Chargers wanted him. Uh, not just his familiarity in this offense or this defense, but also he could, you know he he's just he's real you know he's real sticky. He's real you know in that slot. Um, he was talking about going up against Keenan today. That's a that's a good matchup. Those two guys uh, have obviously played each other before, and so it's fun it's fun to watch that. But he he again. Uh, you know, had a night had a nice day out there. It, uh, one of the highlights after practice was uh, in the press conferences. Was uh, somebody asked Bryce about covering Keenan, and he he said something I thought was really clever. He was talking about Keenan's route running, and he 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 said he's got some real voodoo on his routes, which is like. That's pretty good, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure what that means, but I think I have a decent idea, and it's, I thought that's a great way of saying it. So that that was one of the uh, you know off the field highlights. Was uh, I, I thought he said that very well. Jeff, I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you were mentioning today, special teams drill, and two guys in particular, because I did hear this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Joe Reed was finally participating in kick return duties today. And I know with the reason of, of the Chargers obviously bringing DeAndre Carter in was to really primarily on the surface level be that return guy, but he's had a fantastic camp thus far. And, you know, as that fringe wide receiver four, wide receiver five, and other guys like Michael Bandy and Joe Reed that are trying to make this roster – you know, seeing Joe Reed kind of back on the special teams duty, which we didn't see much of him last year during training camp, finally seeing him back this year. And that was kind of his bread and butter coming back in from college. But what's been the overall field just as far as that wide receiver battle right now? Because all of a sudden it seems like the Chargers are really, really deep. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough for Joe just with the numbers. But you're right. You know, we saw him uh, um, his, his rookie year. uh he had a nice kickoff return, right? Am I remembering this correctly? He didn't he have a game where he had a, a pretty solid kickoff return and set up a touchdown. I think it, I it was. Right? Yeah, it was a good a kickoff return. Then he had his one lone touchdown. I believe it was against Jacksonville that year that he got. Yeah, and then the jet sweep. We never heard from him yeah, <laughs> for a while. Yeah. So so we know he can do it. And he certainly did it in college. Uh, but that you know, if he has any chance, it's going to have to be a, a, in a role like that. Um, but it's tough. You you mentioned it. There's a there's a lot of good. Uh, you know, there's unlike in the um, 
maybe in the recent past, at least my familiarity with this team, is there's just a lot more depth. All it seems like all over the roster right now, and and you see that at the wide receiver and something bringing in Carter. Uh, you know, he's a guy who's who can who can play receiver too. He's not just a kick returner, so that's a different situation than what we had last year um, with this team. So. Um, you know, that's, you know, when, when Joe, they drafted him, we heard the stories about how versatile he is and how he, how slippery he is and all this stuff that he can do. And it just, we just really haven't seen it much. And obviously last year we didn't really see any of it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be what he, he, that's how he's going to have any chance of making the NFL is being able to, to be, to excel on special teams. So yeah, you're, it, it was good to see him out there and he, you know, he, he, you know, he, he's, he's had some good moments, but it, it is going to be tough for him. Just, it's a, it's a crowded spot and they're just, you know, there's, there's only one ball and, and unfortunately for him, he's, uh, he's down the list right now a little bit. Yeah. And, and you know, DeAndre Carter, Jake mentioned it. He's had a fantastic camp. I think he's had at least four touchdowns already. Talk to us about like what you've seen from him in terms of like where you've seen him in the offense. Like, do you see them actually utilizing him as an offensive threat? like we hoped that we would see like you saw in Washington. Yeah. You know, I think there's a chance uh, that he is playing a decent amount on offense and he's playing with the ones he's out there. So that they're looking at it for sure. And he, you know, he had a good number of catches last year with Washington. So he, they know he can do it. And he, uh, another guy real slippery. He, it's funny. He, uh, he's my height. Okay. So, <laughs> which is, which is a little scary when you see him out there. He's, he's five, eight, you know, and it's like uh, the other day he's walking out of the field and it's like, wow, that guy, he's small, but he's very fast and he's very slippery. And he's, I, he, he strikes me as one of those guys. I think he, he's hard to get a good hit on. Like he's, he's good at taking hits and he, you know, he, he's, I don't think, uh, I, I think he's really good at avoiding just getting crushed. And I think, you know, his size to be able to stay in the league, you've got to have some of that. So, um, but I think there's a chance we will see some of that with, with this team. I, the two things uh, that I've kind of been struck with in camp so far uh, in that, you know, in that same vein is we're going to see some different stuff out of the tight end. Gerald Everett, you know, they've been running. They ran a sweep with him the other day, which is something he's done in the past. They ran a tight end screen the other day, which we hadn't seen before at least in recent seasons. So I think with Carter and with Everett, there's a chance you're going to see some wrinkles here and they're going to look at this stuff. And I, I think ideally they would love to use both those guys. I mean, um, you know, utilize their skills in, in some ways that we haven't seen necessarily, you know, we haven't really seen a return guy also be a big part of the offense. And we haven't, certainly haven't seen a tight, you know, they're not handing the ball off the tight ends here. We haven't seen that <laughs> recently, but I think there's a chance like with those two guys in particular, um, they're certainly going to look at it. And I, I think some of that we're going to see during the season. Yeah. And what would, with those two guys doing that and just want to piggyback off of that, like how do you think that changes kind of the offensive scheme? Like I know that a lot of people were kind of talking about, like there were some struggles the Chargers had early on first and second down. A lot of that was because they were unable to kind of to do the runs for much. Like how do you see those kind of wiggly shifty type of plays with whether it's Everett, whether it's going to be with, with DeAndre Carter, how, how is that going to impact the Chargers offensive scheme per se? I think the idea there is you're just giving people something else to think about and have to worry about and have to plan for and study. And, and I think you see that a lot in the NFL where, you know, with Brendan Staley, we know he likes this versatility and he likes being, you know, having a lot of different options and be able to move stuff around. And, and, and it's all, you know, on defense, 
we've heard this about this. It's, you know, it looks like one thing and then the ball snapped and it's something else. And on offense, why wouldn't you try to do the same thing, right? You're, you're just giving a look and then running a twist off of it. So I think, you know, in their minds, I think that's kind of what they're envisioning that maybe with these guys, a couple of these guys, they can do some of that stuff. And in turn, then that would open up some stuff for Eckler and, uh, you know, just, just kind of make, try to make his life a little easier. And just, just again, give, the, the thing is in the NFL, we all know, right, that one of the big things is give the other team a bunch of stuff to worry about. And that, you know, there's kind of two, you know, there's that approach. Then there's the old approach of where here's what we're going to do and try to stop us. Well, I think these guys are, are, are trying to get that sort of where they're a little less predictable, a little more tricky. It'll just give, you know, give the defense just something to put them off a little bit, you know, a little off balance and just uh, then try to exploit that with uh, some of your other bread and butter stuff. Jeff, moving over to the interior defensive line here for a second. I know Sebastian Joseph Day had a really solid day of practice today. And Dan and I have been talking about this. The interior defensive line battle just for position spots is just vicious. You bring in essentially four guys in a single offseason between SJD with Austin Johnson, with Morgan Fox. You go out and you draft Tito. What does the overall roster battle look like for guys like Brendan Fajoko, Forrest Merrill, even Jerry Tillery, um, from what you've seen thus far out there on the practice field? Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Sebastian. He had, a, he had a pass. He knocked on a ball at the line of scrimmage today, which is uh, we hadn't seen him do that yet. That was nice to see. Um, it, you know, you mentioned Jerry Tillery. It's conceivable he might not make the team. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Uh, but for a guy who played 70 plus you know, percent, I think it was 72, 73 percent of the snaps last year. You know, he's he's fighting to make the team right now and. Um, you know, it could come down to you know, him and maybe Fahoko and good luck trying to get Fahoko to the practice squad. He's going to get picked up. You know, someone's going to take him probably. So they might be looking at that decision, you know, at the end of camp here. And, and that, that, that could be a really interesting conversation that they're up there in the, in the headquarters over in Costa Mesa. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, again, like kind of like we talked about the receivers, just they're, it looks like there's a ton of depth there. Now you, it's weird when this stuff, the season starts, guys start to get hurt. All of a sudden, you know, we thought there was a bunch of depth at linebacker and immediately Murray's hurt, you know, not camp ready for the start of camp. Tranquil's hurt. Now all of a sudden you're, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're having to plug guys in there. Vanoy goes down and now that, you know, it, it, so it, it looks like right now there's a ton of, of depth there and it's, it, it's going to be tough, you know, for a guy like Tillery, it's going to be tough for Fahoko to get a lot of time, you know, unless unless there are injuries because those they've got guys who are really good and guys who are experienced. And um, Morgan Fox, this guy is uh, he he you know he he's going to be pretty damn good. He you know, his his pressure up the middle. Um, I was talking to Matt Smith today, the radio play by play guy. And he said, you know, he went back and was watching some of Morgan Fox from last year and a couple of his games. He was had a ton of pressure, uh, look, look, you know, it looked really good, real explosive. And if he can do that from the inside, there's another guy who, you know, they signed him at toward the end of free agency. It was almost like a throw, okay, we, okay, we got this guy too. And that's a guy who could end up playing a ton, especially in past situations. And, again, that's, you know, you mentioned Tillery. That's another guy who, you know, he could be taking – snaps from Jerry there. So uh, it, it looks it looks deep and it looks good right now. And and, and we'll see as the season goes, but they, they certainly look a lot better than they, and, and certainly are deeper than they were last year. 
You know, I, I think the one thing that we hear a lot, and I'm victim of this too, is, you know, everyone has kind of the rose-colored glasses. Everyone's so excited. We all can go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. But I don't necessarily know if there's been as much talk about, like, level of concern or things to kind of look out for or maybe some red flags that we've seen so far. Have you seen any, Jeff, like any red flags of, like, if the Chargers don't fix this or if the Chargers continue to do this or if this player does that, like, are there any of those that come to mind that you're like, we got to just kind of keep penciling this in because I want to make sure this is fixed? Yeah, I, there's nothing that really jumps out, I don't think. Uh, it, I think it's going to come down to injuries. The two things, one is injuries, two is going to be the defense. And if they can come together and get on the same page and then all those stupid cliches that everybody uses, but it's true. <laughs> is and, and the reason I say that is because remember last year, that was the problem. Remember early in the season, guys were – one guy'd go the wrong way and they'd give up a big run and they couldn't stop teams on third down because they, they just weren't together. And, and it, it, you know, there was that sort of learning curve that they went through and, and I don't know that they ever figured out all season because when, I mean, they were so bad on third down and that wasn't something any of us saw coming, but I, you know, ideally, you know, all this, these guys are now much more familiar with the scheme that you'd think, okay, maybe that won't be an issue this year. So I, I think a big part of it's going to be them all coming together, getting, you know, playing as one. And again, all that dumb stuff that these guys say, and we roll our eyes, like, come on, give us anything other than these cliches. But that's what it is. It's, it's like, you know, is that defense going to be what we all think it can be? And, and we know the offense is going to be pretty good. As long as Herbert's on the field and you got Keenan Allen and, and Eckler, you know, Mike Williams, those guys, as long as those guys are decent, they're going to put up points. They're going to, the offense is going to be pretty good. We think the defense has a chance to be way better, and but it's going to be a question of whether they can, they can get it all together. And I mean, that would be the one thing, you know, that again, we, we all witnessed it last year. If that, if that happens again, uh, that could be a thing. Another one, um, I, and just to make sure people we're talking about practice observations from today, Dustin Hopkins today was perfect. He was like really good. So <laughs> the other day he we're was talking not... kickers. <laughs> the other day, well, you said red flags, and there's no red flag other with this with this franchise like kicking like a kicking red flag. Oh. Um, but he uh, he was perfect today, and it wasn't quite as windy during practice, so that might have had something to do with it. But he he nailed everything today. He looked much better. So uh, yeah, my my biggest thing I think is just it's staying healthy like every team, and then I think it's just gonna be if the defense can fulfill the potential that, that that they clearly have based on all the moves and all the money they spent and all these guys they brought in. Jeff, I'm going to hit you with a little bit more of the stupid cliches that they like to throw around because Coach Staley kind of talked about this as far as just what's the difference really with going into his second year that he's trying to really concentrate on. And obviously he's given us lines like we want to be a complete football team. And I noticed last year, and I'm sure you did as well, there was a bunch of more emphasis on special teams when training camp was around. I felt like they were putting a lot more time into that. And it seems like uh, Ryan Ficken has been a little bit more efficient. The practices have been going a lot faster, um, quicker than Staley has been anticipating them ending. But just overall, in terms of him coming into his second year, what's the message that he's given out to you guys? Anything that you guys have been discussing as far as differences that you've seen that is moving the right direction to see like, these are the improvements that Staley's made already just even coming into training camp as a head coach. Yeah, you mentioned the pace, the pace of these practices is probably the thing that stands out to me. And I, I think a lot of that is just having these guys who know, know what's going on. And they, they, you know, in the off season program, 
a big thing that this that Staley always emphasizes is that is all about getting guys ready for this right now. So when this starts, when they open up first day of training camp, he wants everybody to know exactly what's going on. And I mean, to the to the minute detail where it's here's where we here's where we have to be at this time. Here's where we have to be at this time. Here, when, during this period, this is what we're doing. This is where we are. He like he wants guys to know exactly where they're going to be on the field at the exact time. So they can get there and when they get there they know what's going on and i and i think in the you know that's something in if you don't think about it like it's that's pretty detailed at, at a pretty minute level and if you don't think about it you you you, know, you think well it's an off-season program what are they doing they're just kind of you know kind of getting loose running around but it, it's so much more important to that and this guy puts such an emphasis on the organization of it and having it having it organized you know um real crisp and, and, and having down the, the details that all these guys have it down so they know exactly what they're doing, why they're doing it. And then when it, when it comes up, when it, and they get out here in the field, they can, they can move quickly. And we've seen that um, a ton here in this camp. And it's interesting um, so far, they, th- these guys have not had one of those dead periods where a team you'll see it where a coach goes crazy or they come up, they pull them off the field or they, there's some dramatic thing and they're all, everyone's yelling and screaming. They have not had that. And I, 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 I think that's probably speaks to the fact that how prepared they are, how they, you know, they know what's coming. There's not a lot of questions about, you know, why we're doing something. That's, that's the thing I think that Staley wants these guys. He not, not only does he want them to know what they're doing, but why they're doing it. And I, that's just the way he teaches. He's such a great teacher, and I and I think these guys appreciate it. So now that I said that, tomorrow they're going to get yanked off the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to see a fight from the right tackle for the third day in a row at some point. That's good. <laughs> um, so you mentioned it, and a lot of people have talked about like the the synergy of the defense, that kind of being like the potential risk of it not coming together. But you've covered this team for a while. I know it's early in training camp, and we just finished day eight. But like. Have you seen that synergy? Like, how does the defense look with this scheme in year two or just in general this year versus years past? Like, is that synergy there? It, I mean, it, it looks like it. The big thing, though, with me uh, uh, trying to watch this and try to envision what it looks like, it's so hard. The run game is so hard to evaluate um, on offense and defense in training camp because they don't tackle to the ground. I mean, these guys don't. I think some teams still are doing that, but these guys don't. So, you know, there were a bunch of plays today where Austin Eckler looked like Barry Sanders. And it's like, there's no way you can tackle. But you don't know whether he might have got tackled five times before he got, you know, he got to the back of the line of scrimmage. Like, you you don't know what's really what you're seeing, you know, because it's just not real. So um, it's – talk about the defense. It it looks great. And these guys look like they know what they're doing. But it's really hard to – to sit here and say, oh yeah, you know, they've, they've got it down and the run defense is way better. And, and, you know, it start that's where it's going to start with this team. And if, if the defense coming together is going to be stopping teams with on the run and making them have to throw. And then, and then you got JC Jackson and you, and Bryce Callan who's been so good so far. You got those guys in the secondary doing their thing. Uh, ideally, if, if they can stop the run. So it, it does look good. It looks like they know what's going on and everybody, everybody seems to be together but it's it's really difficult to tell and still until they start to really tackle and especially in that in that run game that's where you just it's so hard to envision exactly what what you know what you're seeing i mean every play you know you guys every play you watch 
you could be well, that, that might have been no gain you might have got 10 yards you can't you just don't know uh you can't but, gauge uh, an Austin Eckler broken tackle you it, absolutely not you cannot so uh you know it's just uh uh it, it, but it what what I've seen and what you can what it looks like like everything with this team right now it's it does look encouraging yeah Jeff, let's talk about some of the young guys. New additions, obviously, with the draft picks. We've all heard the hype on Zion Johnson. Heard it on JT Woods. Even going beyond that with Dean Leonard, Jasir Taylor. Um, again, only eight days of practice. Limited pad time. But who's really been the player that has stood out to you or maybe even been like the best surprise of this group? Well, I think uh, you're right about Zion. Everybody seems to be on board with that i was talking to telesco the other day and he said it took a it literally took a practice or two and they're like okay i think we're going to be okay with this guy you know so, <laughs> so, so that's that's a good sign right and when you know the gm saying that you know that that that's certainly encouraging uh you mentioned jt woods it's interesting today another he, jt had a tough practice today he uh you know, looks a step slow, looked a little out of place on some plays. Uh, Ronaldo Hill, the defensive coordinator afterward, said that, yeah, he's, 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 he's hesitating. Like there's, he's, uh, they've given him a ton to absorb here. And he's, he's, I think he's just going through that rookie thing where he's having a hard time uh, processing and, and trying to play because his whole thing is speed and covering a lot of ground. And, and I think, you know, they're, they're basically seeing him struggle with that, which I don't, I don't think people should be freaked out about that. I think it's just a rookie, you know, a couple of weeks into training camp and probably he's out there thinking there's a million things going on and now I got to do that. We know this is not an easy defense, right? I mean, the guys who've been in the league forever talk about it. It's, it's complex. So for a rookie to come in here, he, he's probably, you know, sitting at home, you know, in a hotel at, at night, just thinking, what have I got myself into here? You know, <laughs> and, but the, the good news is, you know, they, you know, they don't need him to come in and be a starter right away. And what they can do is they can figure out between now and, you know, the first part of the season, what he does well, what can he do? And then they can plug him in, in those spots when they, you know, and so um, it'd be different if, uh, uh, you know, it's not like Zion where they need him to play. Um, the, you know, everybody else, all those other rookies, um, for the most part, it's like, Hey, if we can get some from these guys, great. It's going to be some special team stuff. Um, but, you know, other than, uh, uh, you know, other than, you know, the other than uh, those two, Isaiah Spiller is a guy who, you know, we're all looking forward to seeing. And that's a guy who, um, when you talk about stuff you want to see either Sunday in a scrimmage here or during these preseason games, that's probably the one guy who I personally am looking, really looking forward to seeing. Other than, other than just checking on Zion and making sure everything's okay there is, is Isaiah. I mean, I, I mean, he looks, uh, he certainly looks the part. And uh, as long as his helmet's on, he takes his helmet off. He's got a baby face. <laughs> we, had him on the, we had him on the show and I was like, he is, I think literally he's the youngest player in the NFL, isn't he? He looks like it. He is. <laughs> he, but I mean, uh, you know, he, he looks like, you know, he's, he's got a chance to be pretty good, you know, right away. So that's another guy who, uh, um, you know, who, who, who I'm looking forward to seeing and, and who, who so far has looked really good out here. So we'll, we'll see when they start tackling. We're wrapping up with Jeff Miller from the LA Times. Jeff, thank you so much for coming in and doing this with us. Uh, maybe a question for you. Overall, who is your MVP or who are the MVPs of camp? Whether it's the, the fans out there, Bolt fam going crazy with the Let's Ride, whether it's the podium, whether it's some players, 
Like, what are kind of the MVP so far? You know, you mentioned the fans. So I was talking to Dean Spanos today, and uh, that was the first thing he said to me. He looked up and he goes, "God, we got a there. It's like full again." And he was like genuinely surprised. <laughs> and I don't think he was kidding. He was like legit, like, "Wow, they're, they're, they're back! All these people are back, and it's full." <laughs> and so, yeah, and we've had these, you know, uh, fan clubs out here and stuff. And it's, it's, you know, this team. Um, I know that there's still this narrative that like, nobody cares about the Chargers. Yeah, that's just garbage now. I mean, it, you know, you, I tell you, you know, I go to the gym and it's it's all you know anecdotal stuff, but I see people wearing Chargers stuff all over the place now. I mean, there was. There was a guy, this, so yeah, I'll tell you this real quick. There was a guy yesterday at the gym. He's got a Charger, like, f- official, like, player shirt on. He's got shorts with a bolt, and he's got number 41 on his other pant leg, like the players wear. But it wasn't, and I'm looking, and like, is that, is, that that, <laughs> is that that tight end they just signed? <laughs> so I had to get my phone out, and I'm looking. It wasn't, thankfully. It was not Sage Surratt. Surratt. It, it wasn't him. It was just Hol- ran- Halloween in August. Yeah. It was just <laughs> It was just some random guy, but that, you know, the guy's fully dressed like a charger player in the, in the gym. So it's like, it, but there's a ton of stuff like that. And I mean, and I think, I think it's Herbert and I think it's Staley and I think it's everyone saw what they did in the off season. You know, this is one of the most popular teams in the league right now. I and mean, everybody's picking these guys to do great stuff. So, um, I, you know, I'm going to go with that. I just think it's the interest and the, and the, and the fans. And I, I mean, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun out here, and I think it's just going to continue. I think Saturday, Sunday night is going to be great out here with this inner squad scrimmage. I think it'll be packed, it'll be loud, and they'll they'll, they'll really do it up. But it, it's good to see because this team deserves it. I mean, they're they got a lot of potential, and um, you know they've you know they they should have a, a good following, and they they deserve it, and and they put a lot of money and time into this. So, but it's good to see. As you deserve the praise, Jeff Miller, LA Times, covers the Chargers out there live at camp away from the sun. Jeff, thank you so much for helping us out today, giving some folks some inside information about what's going on there at camp. Um, you can find Jeff Miller at Jeff Miller, LA Times on Twitter. Jeff, anything else you're working on? Anything else you want to tell the great friends of Chargers Unleashed and LA Football Network before we get you out of here? Ah, just I'm glad you guys got me on here, and I just you know I'm going to not take it personal that it took so long, and I, I suspect I'll come back on like a week 15 or something. <laughs> Maybe the bye week. <laughs> we got we got to do better by Jeff in this circumstance, man. We can't let this happen again. <laughs> we'll make it up to you, Jeff. Jeff, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy camp. We'll see you out there tomorrow. Actually, Jake and I will both be there. Uh, we'll get right. some observations together and uh, stay cool. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, bye, Thanks, Jeff. Jeff.